In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins to God our Father, imploring him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you and justly deserved your punishment, now and forever. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Introit. Our Lord, our God, is righteous in all his works, which he doeth, for we obeyed not his voice. Give glory to thy name, O Lord, and deal with us according to the multitude of thy mercies. Great is the Lord, and great is the in all his works, which he doeth, for we obeyed not his voice. Give glory to thy name, O Lord, and deal with us according to the multitude of thy mercies.
be with you. Let us pray. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. after Trinity is from the 65th chapter of the book of Isaiah. I was sought by those who did not ask for me. I was found by those who did not seek me. I said, here I am, here I am to a nation that was not called by my name. I have stretched out my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, according to their own thoughts. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle reading is from the fifth chapter of Ephesians. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for those things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> the eyes of all wait upon the Lord, and According to St. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parable and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his messengers to call those who were invited to the wedding. And they were not willing to come. Again he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen, the fattened cattle are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his own farm, another to his business, and the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them. But when the king heard it, he was furious. He sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. 
So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both good or both bad and good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from Father and Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian apostolic church, I acknowledge my baptism in the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
text is from Matthew 22, verse 1. The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Gospel begins with the phrase, The kingdom of heaven is like. With these words, Jesus is not speaking about some faraway place. Jesus is not talking about life in heaven. The kingdom of heaven is here and now in God's church. With these words, God is telling us how our triune God presently works with his church on earth. The parable tells us about the sinful condition of man, and it also tells us about the gracious love of God. A king prepared a wedding banquet for his son. Now everything is ready. There is an invitation to the wedding. This is not an invitation to work. There are no costs involved in this banquet. There are no dinner tickets to purchase. Everything is ready. The invitation is simply come and enjoy the generosity of the king and celebrate his son's wedding. The king simply desires that his subjects would share in his joy. Those who refuse cannot claim that they do not have enough money because the banquet is free. Those who refuse cannot claim that they were not invited Because the servants had hand-delivered the message, come to the wedding banquet. Those who refuse cannot claim that they did not have time to prepare a dish. This is not a potluck. Everything is ready. Those who refuse cannot claim they do not have a wedding garment because the king had supplied those as well. The only reason left to refuse the king's banquet is that you don't want to eat with the king. You don't enjoy his company. You don't want to converse with him. And you don't give a rip if his son is getting married or not. The only reason left is quite personal. You don't want to go. In Christ's church today, the forgiveness of sins has been prepared by Jesus Christ. When the sons hanging on the cross said, it is finished, everything was ready. And from that point on, the prophets and apostles and evangelists and pastors, God's servants, have been announcing the good news. Everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. Our God desires for you to share eternity with him. You don't have to pay for this forgiveness. It is free. You don't have to know someone or be related to someone of importance in order to get an invitation. No, our God desires for you to come. He died for the sins of the world. Everyone is invited. Now, as excuses abound for refusing to believe in the forgiveness of sins in Jesus Christ. But the only real reason for the forgive, to refuse this offer of forgiveness is that you really don't like the Heavenly Father. You don't want to spend time with Him. You would rather spend time with someone else You would rather spend time doing something else, anything else. You don't want to listen to God's word. Yes, you prefer words about car racing or crafts or or words about current events or the stock market. You don't like wholesome conversation. You'd rather have dirty jokes. You don't want to be washed of your sins. You rather enjoy them. I think I'll keep them. You don't want to put on Jesus Christ the wedding garment of salvation. I'm much more comfortable wearing my sinfulness 
my sinful garments. While we are living on this earth, there will be many excuses which sound quite genuine, maybe even loving. I need to go to my field, I need to go to my business, but whatever, but whenever the end comes, those excuses will be nothing other than that. Excuses. And as the man in the story has nothing to say, they will not even be uttered. When we compare our excuses with the generosity of our God, there is nothing that can be said. Our Sunday divine service is nothing other than an acting out of this particular parable. It is a visual presentation of what the kingdom of heaven is like. In the first place, first part of the service, God's word of incitation is proclaimed. The Old Testament pro- pro- prophets invite you to the feast. The New Testament evangelists invite you to the feast. And finally, Jesus Christ himself, in the words of the Holy Gospel, attempts to woo you to his sweet words of gospel. And in the second part of the service, the feast is held. Those who believe in Christ come to dine on the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. My dear Christian friends, today's epistle is from Ephesians 5. And not long after today's epistle, Paul describes the church in terms of marriage. And that fits with our marriage feast. In verse 42, he says that this is a great mystery, but I'm speaking concerning Christ and the church. You see, through the teaching of God's word, you have come to learn that this great mystery about the church is about a marriage. It's about a king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out servants to call those who were invited. We are Christ's believers. And as the epistle says, we are to walk circumspectly. That is, carefully, that we do not lose sight of this view of the church. It is only because... It is because only the true church can impart that invitation to eternal life which saves. So do not be unwise. Don't don't be misled by worldly wisdom in order that you might deny Christ's church. Do not get drunk on the pleasures of this world. They cannot give you the happiness or the purpose that is needed in this life. Do not follow your own ideas, but understand from hearing the scriptures what the will of the Lord is. The Lord fills with his spirit all who come to believe, all who trust in his son. Come and rejoice as we rejoice in the wedding feast. We will be singing hymns, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Gather with us as we give thanks to God. The Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, join us then as God's people serve our neighbor, submit to one another out of fear and love. When you know that that's what the church is, when you know that the kingdom of heaven works this way, then as Paul says, the way we live is changed. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. It would be wise to train ourselves to receive the invitation. It would not be wise to despise preaching and his word. It would not be wise to delay, to delay baptism or to ignore its benefits. But it would be wise to heed God's invitation to Come to the feast to do this in remembrance of me. So, as those who have been dressed in Christ's righteousness, we make the most of every opportunity. If God's word is being preached, then we will come to hear what God our Lord will say to us. If we have sinned and dirtied our garments, we will desire to hear the promise in our baptism And then we will put on Christ's righteousness. If Jesus is giving out forgiveness, we will come to his absolution. 
And if the king's son is coming to dine with you in his body and blood, then clear your schedule and sit down at the feast. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Page Almighty God, everlasting Father, we give you thanks that you do invite all men to your heavenly banquet, that you freely give out the garment of Christ's righteousness to all who believe through the working of the Holy Spirit in that revealed word. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. O Lord, give to your church that comfort of your divine election so that we use the greatest diligence to live according to your will. Teach our Bishop James, our pastors in Christ, all pastors in Christ, including our pastors, Gary and Michael, that they would direct their people to find comfort in their election, only according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We ask that our early childhood lending center, our director Keeley, would teach the children about Jesus We ask that our members would consider their abundant spiritual blessings from God through Trinity Lutheran Church and consider their offerings for the next year. Let us pray to the Lord. Bless our nation, its president, all who serve in government, that we who rejoice in your truth may be permitted without restriction to declare your glory and serve you. Protect body and possessions. Protect our police officers from harm and danger. Provide healing for those who become injured in the line of duty. And finally, give courage and loyalty to those who protect our land, that they may curb violence and maintain law and order. Guide and protect our military personnel, especially Danny, Jason, and Blake, and our police officers, especially Daniel and Alex, from all harm and danger, and in your good time, bring them back home to us. Let us pray to the Lord. Bless our shut-ins, Carolyn, Patty, and Tom, and our elderly Violet. Provide for the needs of Kevin, Levi, Larry and Deb, Christina, Harold, Jim and Charlotte, Denise, Melanie, and we give thanks uh, for the recovery thus far and for Anita. Be with Uh, Susan and Christina and their unborn children, and provide for our students with Tom and Kara, Jonathan, Sarah, Sadie, and Alexis. We pray for those who received the Lord's Supper this day, and we ask that they would partake of this precious meal in true repentance and be strengthened in holiness of life as they await the great wedding feast to come. Let us pray to the Lord. O Lord, Heavenly Father, we here remember the suffering and death of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, for our salvation. Praising his victorious resurrection from the dead, we draw strength from his ascension before you, where he ever stands for us as our own high priest. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth, to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us, For to you alone we give all glory, honor, and worship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection open to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, He broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, He gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us.
love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. 